You're listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent in Birmingham, Alabama, a church with a heart for the gospel. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org. Heavenly Father, uh, thank you for those who are here. Bless us now as uh, we devote ourselves in uh, prayer and uh, in your word. Speak to us. Help us um, to understand how to grow in faith together with those we love, whether that's family or close friends. Um, call the people to mind that we might uh, share what we learned today with. And uh, we lift these things up to you by the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Uh, come on in. So I just asked them, were either of you here last week? We were. You were okay. Okay, so you, so just you two and Antonor. So the majority were not. Um, so I'm trying to think about how to do this because what I wanted to do was last time I had the people learn a structure for um, for uh, devotions that you could do at home with your family, or it's actually a structure that's scalable. What I've created that you can use for um, small groups as well. So, I mean. Uh, I'm bringing it in here for the intent that anyone who has like children is something that you can use with your with your children, but you could use it with other folks. I do that, um, and um, some the folks who were here last week set goals, and I was hoping that maybe they did some of that stuff in last week, and we could talk about it. So I think what we'll do is just sort of talk this through. I think that's probably the best thing to kind of um, to uh, to. Uh, First of all, the majority of you need to learn what I'm talking about, and I think the three of you will still get something out of it. So uh, what I'm uh, training in is a format for how to structure your time when uh, doing stuff with groups or with your family, with children even, at home or in other settings besides church, basically. You could use this with like a men's group or a women's group. You can use it with your children. Uh, however you like. Um, <clears throat> and uh, my experience is that without a sense of structure, when we get together with good intentions to read the Bible and pray and do other things like that together, that sometimes it can be a bit aimless and um, the, the Holy Spirit will still use it. You know, some great things can come out of that lack of structure, but for the long haul, Having a sustainable structure usually is helpful and often can bear uh, a lot of fruit. It's sort of like if you think of an agricultural terms, you know, there are some plants that just do better when you kind of prune them and create trellises. The bush might grow and bear fruit or whatever, but, you know, if you think about vining berries and stuff, when they put them on trellises, they bear all kinds of fruit. And so that's kind of what this structure is. And you could use other things. But this is something that I've been using and um, been teaching people for a little while now. Um, I used it with uh, my family last night, which included my wife and our... We have four kids, but really only two were participating. <laughs> the other two are too young. They actually were just creating noise. Um, and my parents, who now live here, were there. Um, and when we did this, we took probably between 75 to 90 minutes, which might sound like a long time. Our seven-year-old got impatient and left, uh, but it came back and actually participated at the sort of the very beginning, first two-thirds, and then the very end, and left for about 10 minutes or so. And she said, this is boring. You guys are just talking. So it might sound like a long time. We've gotten to a place where we've built up the endurance as a family that we can kind of, we can do that. And if we stick through it, we see some 
amazing results. <clears throat> so that's the thing is it can be discouraging. But uh, so here's the structure. I'm hoping this pen works because these didn't work too well last time. Uh, and I'm going to give you a resource that you can use uh, to help you with this. It's what's called a, a three-thirds format. Um, and if you say you're meeting for an hour, for example, with a group or with your family, what you really want to do is each of these three-thirds give them equal time, so about 20 minutes each. Or if you had 90 minutes, a half hour each. Yeah. Quick question. Yeah. Your seven-year-old. Yeah. When she goes off, do you just let her go off? Or do I was asking her, and she was like, this is boring. You guys are just talking. I don't want to force her. Um, and she came back and participated. She left somewhere here, and okay. she came back here and participated okay. and actually set a like goal. We well, have seven-year-old twin boys. Yeah. And they'll just get to the point where they're Yeah, and so here's the thing is, you know, if you're doing something like this with kids, you, it might be something that you need to think about how you can build up to that. So I'm giving you a, a target to aim towards. And the first time, first ten times you do this, it's probably not going to be perfect. As a matter of fact, we've been doing this for a while, and it's still not perfect. Um, and so, you know, I just, you know, you try, you try to encourage everyone to stick with it. But if you're forcing it, their hearts aren't going to be in it. You know what I mean? Like, there's a tension there. With it's like with parenting, with other things, but the spirituality is the the same. Um, and so what we're calling this is to look back, look up, and look ahead. And looking back is looking back at the last week or two weeks or whatever the last since the last time that you guys did this. Really, it's hard to do this section the first time because you kind of need to have met once. But there's some elements here that in the 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 um, structure I'll give you the uh, the resource that I'll give you the, that you could do the first time you meet. Um, the look up is your time of uh, looking at a story from the Bible. And there's some stock questions. And honestly, you could do this without preparing at all, and you'll still get a lot out of it. The more you prepare, it could be helpful, uh, but you don't have to, which is another beauty to this. You could just sort of um, <clears throat> kind of show up. And then the looking ahead is based on the, the Bible story that you've just read. What we're trying to do is get people... Um, I, I noticed this uh, in the, the American church in general that we're constantly consuming ministry or God's word, um, a lot of intellectual content, reading the word, Bible study, hearing sermons, coming to church and taking in and in and in, and very little output, uh, which includes either personal application in our life or sharing with other people or training other people uh, to do things. And so this look ahead section, if this is the, the sort of breathing in of the content of God's word, this is a breathing out. And it, it, this is, I think, really important spiritually speaking, because if you just think about literally in your life, if all you do is breathe in, what would happen? Pass out, yeah. Thank God you would pass out and not die. You probably, if you didn't pass out, you'd probably die. Your your body has a mechanism that causes you to pass out. You need to both inspire and expire. Would someone mind just hitting that door? Um, silly kids making all this noise.
Yeah. I can't. I'm just worried about you. I can do this all day. I'm worried about whether or not you're hearing what I'm saying. So this is this is the kind of breathing in and this is the breathing out basically. And so that what you're taking in and we'll so we we do this with our kids as well in terms of we set goals. And if any of the goals need some that would benefit from practicing something out, we'll actually practice it and we'll pray for each other based on these things. So um, what you do here is you'll provide some care. Um, are you uh, grateful for anything right now? Is there anything you're worried about that's stressing you out? Do you know of anyone in, in, in uh, your life or in our community who could uh, use our help with anything? Um, we've actually, uh, out of that, donated some money to some causes, and you know, based on asking that question. Um, and and if we if we talk about people that we know who have needs outside of our family, it usually leads to us praying for those people regularly. Like my dad lives in a retirement community, so a lot of sick people, people dying and stuff. So we end up praying for those folks a lot. Uh, and then we're going to engage in some time of worship, which really just means some time to praise God in song or reading a <laughs> psalm. Or maybe if there were some needs here, like we did that one week where someone had a charitable cause for a family who um, uh, the, the, the mom has breast cancer and there was some fundraiser and we donated it. We took up a collection, basically, and donated to that. So that's an act of worship, of the giving. Um, and then we're going to check in based on the goals set here. How did it go? So two weeks ago, my two daughters collectively decided, because we read Genesis 1, they wanted to plant a tree. So I took the two of them to Home Depot, and they couldn't agree on an outdoor tree, but they liked this palm tree. So we actually bought a palm tree and put it in our living room. But we read Genesis 2 yesterday, and my daughter was upset we didn't plant a tree outdoors. And I was like, well, you guys couldn't agree. So the one who was upset that we didn't plant the tree outdoors set a new goal based on Genesis 2 that she wants to plant a tree outside. Um, so that's her new goal for next week. And then we're going to, there's a time here of what's going to be called vision. And really what this is, is just a real quick reminder of why we do this. Yesterday with my family, we looked at Deuteronomy chapter 6. Uh, verses four through seven, I think, where uh, Moses is talking about sharing uh, the faith with your children. Uh, all, you know, as you sit down, as you're walking, uh, and what, when you're, you know, lying down or whatever. She's skipping ahead. You're gonna get that. Um, <clears throat> so this can be real easy. You don't even have to prepare for this. My default, if I don't know what to do, is I'll look at John 3:16 once again and remind people of the gospel to say why we're doing this. And then here's the um, the new lesson. And we have lists that you can look at. Or Cameron Cole just came out with this uh, Bible Benchmarks Old Testament list. If you don't, if you haven't seen it, it's online or it's in the uh, bookstore. That would be a great list to look at for potential lessons to look at. The first one came out as the Old Testament and a new one's coming out as the New Testament. But you can insert anything here. I mean, if you're working with small children, there might be some stories you want to skip, but <clears throat> basically this can be anything. It's just looking at a Bible story, and I'll give you some questions that you ask based on that. And then here you set goals, you practice, and you pray. And you want to pray throughout. We pray here when we're caring for each other. We pray here before we start. 
sometimes we eat a, we'll eat a meal, which is why the resource I created is a placemat. So we'll kind of pray before all of this. But at the end, you want to make sure you're kind of praying, especially based on the goals that people are setting. Does that make sense? So, so if this were an hour, 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Um, yeah, so you, you guys missed this. What else? Yeah. So based on the story that you read, you're going to ask the Holy Spirit, if this is true, what does God want me to do about it? And it's your goal. No one's telling you what to do. So yesterday we read Genesis 2. I'll tell you some of the goals for my family. Um, plant the outdoor tree instead of the indoor tree that happened the week before. Um, uh, get back into exercise. I think that had to do with someone, you know, thinking about how they're created because that whole passage about the creation of man. Uh, maybe the last verse that had something about being ashamed, being naked. I don't know. But I didn't ask why, but the person said they wanted to exercise more. Um, someone talked about how there's an unfinished pathway where they live uh, with rocks that just sort of is halfway done. So they're going to go find uh, rocks to finish the pathway. I don't ask why, but you can try to connect the dots. This came out of Genesis 2 of creation, right? So that's why they're setting these goals um, uh, the relationship with man and animal. So I said, I'm going to really double down on my dog's obedience training. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I forget all of them, but you see, and then uh, sometimes we'll get goals that are, uh, my, one of my daughters said she was really compelled to pray more. That had nothing really clearly to do with the story, but as she was praying, that's what she decided to do. So I'm not going to argue against it. Um, and then here with a practice, this is especially helpful if anyone starts getting some goals with sharing the story that you've read or sharing the faith in general. You can actually role play that out um, or you can just talk to each other about like, well, what are we going to do about this tree? Because we went to Home Depot and we already have crepe myrtles in our yard. I don't want to buy a $40 crepe myrtle that's probably going to die. So we need to talk through this. You see what I'm saying? So you can use that time to really hash out the goal. So does that make sense? Look back, look up, look ahead, you know, one third, one third, one third of your time, however it is. This is really hard to do in less than an hour. You can try, but it's really hard. Uh, if your children are not going to sit through all this, then just slowly work towards this. You might just start here. And then you might start inserting the lesson, or you might start here and then start adding this. And then, you know, getting to that. You see what I'm saying? Just to get them used to the kind of rhythms of it. But that's the target. So the resource that we created are placemats. And what I'd love to do, and so the idea here is, especially for families, is there one time a week when you as a family could actually sit down, especially for a meal, and do this um, and take as many as uh, you need based on the number of people in your family and or if there's someone that or family that you know that might appreciate this feel free to take oh whoops that's the opposite of what I wanted to do feel free to take extras uh, for any friends or family if you would appreciate unlaminated uh, paper ones, uh, we have these here uh, as well. So, for example, if you uh, 
might do something like this. I have a stack of these for like um, beyond my nuclear family. If we're going to have guests over, I can easily pull one off. See what I'm saying? So if you might appreciate that, I'll just leave these here. You don't have to take the whole stack. You could take half the stack if you wanted. Um, so that's what is here. Is the, the it's uh, just to fit it and be creative. It kind of it it goes. It starts here, and then goes up here, and then goes there. See that one, two, three. So look back, look up, look ahead. And then on the back side, there are two columns. These are principles explaining a lot of what I just explained and some other things that are helpful. And then here you have story sets that you could plug into this space based on, I mean, you could use anything as I said, but um, the first three are discovery series that help people either fall in love with Jesus or learn a kind of a cross spectrum of the whole Bible. That's really good if like your kids are just new to this or um, if you're working with other people. Like right now we're going through the discovery series creation to Christ, as you heard me say Genesis 1 and 2. Because my my mom in particular just doesn't know the Bible. Um, my dad does a little more because he grew up as a child Roman Catholic, uh, and my dad's relatively new to the faith. Like he's just committed to Jesus in the last year, so we're going through this to give him biblical literacy and my mom too, before moving on to the other two, which are more like kind of basic discipleship uh, things. But as I say. You can insert anything in there. These are just helpful guides. Yeah. Um, what would you recommend? What do you mean? Where would you start? Oh, if you don't know where to start, um, the uh, the Discovery uh, Stories of Hope series is great. Because that, those first two, the Signs of John and Stories of Hope, but the Stories of Hope in particular, are designed to get people to fall in love with Jesus and see that Jesus loves them. Even if they think they're rotten people who don't deserve God's love, what they'll see in each of those stories is Jesus loves the, uh, the, the tax collector more than the Pharisee loves him. They see that he loves the sinful woman, you know. I think that one's on there. Maybe not. He loves Zacchaeus, you know. Um, he, uh, he, they'll see the encounter that he has with, with Nicodemus. So you see people that are the unlikely folks in each of those stories that Jesus, uh, and the titles are there. See, hope for the sinner, hope for the poor, hope for the runaway, the prodigal son, hope for the grieving, hope for the seeker. Um, Because a lot of people think uh, that uh, God only loves good people, even children, I think. And so this that set's designed to kind of break through that, to see that um, Jesus tends to go after uh, the unlikely person, and hopefully they'll identify with one or more of those characters. I think that'd be great with teenagers, probably. So, but then the signs of John one, they see Jesus's power, that Jesus is uh, God, and um, demonstrating uh, the the different things that he did while he uh, was on earth and the creation of christ one is just a a cross spectrum that you could take about a half a year or so to go through of both the old and new testament the discipleship uh, commands of christ series are um, nine topics i think that are based on acts chapter two what you see the very earliest church doing they're each of the things that the earliest church did so that's a real good basic beginners discipleship thing to understand what repentance means, what is baptism, what is 
uh, the Lord's Supper. And really, as you'll see, if you use this, it's not about the content. Like even if you're looking at the baptism thing, for example, they might not learn a ton about baptism. They'll get exposure to the story. But the interesting thing is here, someone, if you're going through baptism, might say, or let's just say repentance, that first one in the uh, that short-term set, they might say, I don't know that I've ever repented. You see what I'm saying? That's why this piece is helpful. Or, gosh, I'm not baptized. My goal is to go get baptized. <laughs> Those kinds of things come out of this when you go through that um, set and the and the um, the setting goals. Uh, or the giving, you know, what we've read about giving and set goals, someone is kind of naturally going to start setting goals about giving uh, joyfully, hopefully, or, or thinking and praying about their giving. So I'd be curious, just because uh, I needed to kind of call an audible and change things up. I know the three of you were here last time. Was anybody else who came in? A few of you? Um, so half, only about half or so of the folks were here last time, so I'm kind of changing what I was going to do. I was going to get you all in groups and, and to do this bit. What if we did that kind of as a as a whole group? Did any of you were any of you able to, based on last time, try anything? Actually, didn't. No, <laughs> no we um, we didn't do it within this format. Yeah. But um, but we have kind of started naturally doing this. Tuesdays are our small groups, and so uh, we don't really have time to read it. Make time to read it. Um, whatever the right now we're going to Martin, and um, so we're taking that time eating with the kids before the babysitter gets there to read through that chapter and actually talk about it with them. So yeah, it's it's something we we've, we've never done before. Mm. So definitely focusing on that first part. Yeah, or the the middle part. But um, uh, I think that we can definitely build. Be more deliberate about this. Yeah, and I mean, uh, and, and let me talk about that too. You know, our natural tendency is to do this and this alone, which I'll challenge you to think about the real power that's in these two sections, and not to try to get to a place where um, you you do some or all of of these two things, because that you'll you'll start to see lives transformed if you do that. Uh, you'll see lives transformed the people reading the Bible alone. But this helps them connect the dots to start, um, you know, applying it to their life. Did, were you able to? A little bit. Um, one of my goals was to be actively listening. Yeah. And we did that when I got home um, and talked about doing this so that we actually do it, do it. But talked about it. it. And, yeah, yeah, we talked about it and just trying to, and how receptive she was to it. Um, and to really try to get formulate a plan, but I like this the two pieces on the outside. Yeah. Um, to that that's I think where we are that's real important. Good. Yeah, and I mean you gotta it, where it's already here's the other thing about it. I know for all of you I feel this too. Um, we live really busy lives, and um, and so. Um, you gotta, you've it, 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 just do Like I said, I think this takes at least an hour, even with kids. And I know that sounds like a lot to work up to. Um, but if you just add this on to everything else, it, it won't be sustainable. Um, you almost you almost have to kind of carve something out 
uh, and is you know your relationship and your children's relationship with God important enough for you to find an hour to 90 minutes to carve out a time to do something like this is really the kind of the question that to ask or to work towards it if you don't have that much time now starting with some of this and working toward um, that both in terms of building their endurance and also just finding the the, the time you know to to carve out that um, piece of your life well here's what I think we can do uh, with 15 minutes left we can skip the the um, we can skip the check-in and vision uh, we'll just do care together and I will uh, demonstrate what I do for the worship so really if you could just take 10 minutes and look at that where it says look back the first thing where it says care and get in little clusters of three or four people or so and and just ask each other those questions and do that does that make sense and then the last five minutes I'll demonstrate for you what I do at the worship time and we've just done check-in with you of the folks so we'll, we'll skip that okay does that make sense go for it 10 minutes so this is jeremiah 33 3 which in the niv which i think is the translation they have is uh, call to me and i will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know so those are the lyrics call to me and i will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know and uh, so i just play it on spotify which Come on, it's not cooperating. With me. Um, but I'll get it. Here we go. So here it is. This is one of my favorite ones. You sing it. Call me and I will answer you. Call me. I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Call me. You know it already. I will answer you. Come on. Call me. get the idea yeah. <laughs> keep it keep it simple if you make it harder you won't do it so the simpler you keep it the more sustainable it is yeah. okay so on Valentine's Day we just yeah. switched our daughter's school and she learns a Bible verse every week so on Valentine's Day we got them donuts from Krispy Kreme yeah and the boy she wanted to know what hers said 
and it said call me and so she just started saying <laughs> and we were like what <laughs> and so she taught the boys but I think they learn it through song to hers yeah how old is she she just turned four it's four-year-old preacher of the gospel so yeah I mean that's why we do this like uh I mean, like, my kids aren't perfect. But if you talk to them, you'll, I mean, you've met them. They, they know their Bible, and they can, they pray for people. They'll talk to people about Jesus. And they're only, I mean, my daughters are nine and seven. My boys aren't there yet. But, <laughs> and that's because we've, we've worked this rhythm in to, you know, we sort of, it's endurance, you know, perseverance. And, um, <clears throat> you know, it's been three years of doing this kind of stuff, and through that steady diet over three years, you see it penetrate them. And and the songs have been some of the most powerful things, because, like you saw in that little video, they'll. Um, that's why we do memory verses with song. They'll they'll learn it that way and they enjoy it. Um, I learn it better that way. I I mean, I didn't have Jeremiah 33 three memorized until we. So we did this, so, you know, and I think about that, you know, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. You've been listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent. If you live in Birmingham or find yourself visiting, we hope you will join us at one of our Sunday services. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org.